0: Go.
1: Vietnam War veteran John Rambo tries to find some semblance of peace by raising horses on a ranch in Arizona. He's also developed a special bond with a woman named Maria and her teenage granddaughter, Gabriela. But when a vicious Mexican cartel kidnaps Gabriela, Rambo crosses the border on a bloody, impersonal quest to rescue her and punish those responsible. Directed by Adrian Grunberg. Starring Sylvester Stallone, Paz Vega, Yvette Monreal, and a few others. I give you our review of Rambo Last Blood. It's hard to do a, a review for a
0: film that's part of a franchise that I have never been a huge fan of. Uh, it's like, let's see. I, I think the only film that I, of the Rambo series before this one that I saw in theaters was Rambo 3. That's when I was going to the movie theaters a lot uh, as a kid. You know, staying there all day, watching it with my friends and stuff, and you know, seeing it over and over again. So, um, and it was a fun. That was that wasn't a bad sequel because it was it, it had a you know decent balance between you know action and you know a little bit of character you know interaction stuff. It was fine, uh, but I I have never been a fan of the second one. That seems to be a lot of people's most popular one because of the action and stuff. That seems to be the one that they make fun of a lot the most besides the I'm your worst nightmare, which is from part three. Um, and then part one, I didn't appreciate it when I was a kid watching it because it was too slow. Now, and I haven't even gone back and watched it again, but I bet if I did, I would, I would definitely like it a lot better. Because it, it would, you know, because I remember how it was. And it's a build up to that end where everyone starts trying to attack him in the woods. And then, you know, and I think only one person dies in that entire film, which is, you know, Brian Dennehy's character, because he's the asshole. And, and, you know, he's pretty much the antagonist of the film. So um, and then when um, when the fourth movie came out, um, what was it like 10, 11 years ago? Uh, it, you know what? I like that one. I, it wasn't a film I wanted to watch more than once or twice ever, but when I watched it, I mean, it just it stepped up the action. It like it, it said, "Fuck character development, fuck a story. Let's just just let's just put Rambo behind. Let, let's throw him in Burma or you know Myanmar or wherever the hell they want to call it, and throw him behind a fifty cal and just have him just rip shit up." Okay, that was fun. It was fun. You didn't have to think too much with that movie. Um, With this one, you know, I didn't have any high expectations. The trailers didn't seem that special to me. Eh, but we went, you know, went to go see it because I don't feel like seeing a 50-year-old J-Lo, you know, teaching strippers to pull a heist. So I didn't want to see it. I will say with this movie that even though I had no expectations, I still actually enjoyed it as an action film, and I enjoyed a little bit of its drama. Problem is, is that... If you're going to tackle a film that's supposed to be the final in a series, a popular series, and it's being done by the guy who's been there the whole time, Stallone, you know, because he was a co-writer on this film, it needed to have more substance to it. And there is some substance. There is, you know, the 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 interactions with his, you know, I, I you can't call him his her his niece, you know, Gabriella, but she's like I I, I put in my review illegitimate niece, you know, you know, unofficial. But that was good. It was, it was a decent setup to it. Um, but I had problems with it in the, as well. My problem is is that someone who is as careful as John Rambo is, the fact that he's actually allowed himself to get close to any human beings, you know, since he's been like, this is set 11 years after the Burma incident. So he's had a long time to connect to these characters to gabriella and her grandmother and so what bugs me is if he took the time to build these this huge tunnel system you know which of course was an obvious giveaway to that you knew there was going to be a big battle in this this tunnel system at the end you know that was the MacGuffin of the film right was this tunnels uh which were cool don't get me wrong but when you have um it, it just seemed like if he's going to, you know, finally open himself up to people and do all these things to protect himself for something down the road that might happen, why is it that if he cared about his granddaughter or, you know, his niece so much, why didn't he train her in any way whatsoever to be able to fight back? That I didn't really think about it a whole lot when we were watching the film, but Afterwards, when I was thinking about it, I was like, wait a minute. If you think of other movies where, like, like um, say, say you go to Live Free or Die Hard, right? Where John McClane, you know, he, his daughter, she's off doing her own thing, Lucy, you know? But when it come, came down to it, when someone fucked with her, she stood up and she, you know, she shot a guy in the foot or whatever, you know? She, she stood her ground and she had, you know, she had some balls. Um, if you go to Commando, Alyssa Milano's character. You know, Schwarzenegger trained her to, you know, to stand up for herself and stuff like that. And, and you know, some training and things like that. You know, even though she was a little kid and she couldn't do much, she still could do something. And so with this one, it seemed like, though, the Gabriella character was extremely fragile for the whole time. They're just trying to protect her. Oh, you know, stay away, stay away, you know. And I guarantee, you know, it just, it, I don't know, it felt kind of weak um, when it came to character development in that regard. So, um. Also, the the beginning of the movie, when it's doing that, um, you, know, and, you know, when it's introducing you to the characters and everything, there were parts of that that really felt like I was watching a, a made-for-lifetime movie, you know, at, at times. Uh, it didn't feel as theatrically professional as it could have been, or as it should have been, um, which I, I pretty much would have to put fault in the director for that, so... Uh, what I what I have a problem with also with this film is if you're gonna make this the last film, you know supposedly, last final film in the uh, in the series. I know it's called Last Blood, but we've all seen when when they put final and last on something, <laughs> you know, a lot of times it never ends up being that way. Um, but when you're gonna make this the final one, it's his swan song kind of film, you know, just like he you know supposedly was gonna be with Rocky Balboa and. Um, then I I, 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 personally, as a as a moviegoer and a, and a mild fan of Rambo, I demand a little more with the character. The character, they, look, they gave you someone that the character cares about. Okay, so now finally he has he has something to live for, something to fight for besides himself. And but then they didn't do more with it. It just went from him telling her to stay away from Mexico. Then she goes, of course, because she's got to do it. And then he goes after her and then, you know, we all know what happens or, you know, if you've read the reviews or seen it, you know, she gets captured and then he goes and tries to find her, finds her, she dies and then blah, blah, blah. So, and then, it all it just become, it goes from them trying to set it up, you know, with his, you know, character with her, his relationship, it goes from that to fucking man on fire with Denzel Washington. And, I don't have a problem inherently with the violence because you know Rambo's supposed to be gory especially when he's using tactics that are like Vietnam trench you know you know uh, what do they call them, mole hole or uh, foxholes or whatever they're called you know um, that the Viet Cong used and stuff like that um, when he's using that with the tunnels and stuff I mean it's going to be violent and so I was fine with it. I mean the, the the final kill of the film was a little extreme, <laughs> but whatever. I mean it's like, you know what, you already was gory as hell as anyway, so might as well just go all out and cut cut the guy's freaking heart out of his chest, right? So but it, it just it seemed like all it tried to do besides his you know, show him caring for another person, besides that, it, it just showed flashbacks to the other films, you know, just to show his he's still going through his own PTSD. And and then him making, you know, a couple comments here and there about his past or or moving forward. But that's it. They didn't, there wasn't more to it. And I know the other films didn't really delve into that either. But it's still, it's like, if you're going to, this is the final film. Like, it needs to be more than just it ending with him sitting in a fucking rocking chair, you know. And so that, that's, what, that's what bugs me about that. Um, but there is some good action in the movie, you know. It's it's weird though because all the action before the finale the third act finale battle it doesn't feel like rambo action at all <laughs> it feels like i'm watching another stallone movie uh like uh, i don't know not bullet to the head but i don't know get carter or some shit i you know it just didn't it didn't feel like i was watching john rambo do shit until the end when he finally has his bow and arrow and and all that other shit so that was it was kind of off feeling with that. Um, the uh, There was one moment in this film that I almost laughed out loud and flipped off the screen because it, it, it almost completely derailed the movie for me because it, it felt really dumb. And even though it's an emotionally charged moment for him and so that's like the scapegoat for the decision-making he did in this scene, it still felt cheap, a cheap plot vehicle um, where... He finds out where his, uh, or he finds out who took his, um, his niece, And and you know they're down in Mexico, and he goes, he goes after them. He starts following them after you know interrogating this guy, beating the shit out of him, and instead of him doing any kind of recon or anything besides just sitting in a truck for a few minutes and looking up, he he just walks into this shit and. It just felt so fucking dumb. I It felt so counterproductive to who John Rambo is as a character. Okay? You know, I know, yeah, I know, he's, he's, he's finally connected to someone. He's mostly distraught, but it just, no, no, he's smarter than that. He's way smarter than that. And then the fact that he gets surrounded by, like, three dozen, two to three dozen henchmen gets the shit beat out of him, and then they let him live because, of course, the plot dictates that, you know, he can't die yet, right? So it just... It, it felt like a cheap plot device, and I was... I, it just pissed me off because it was, like, insulting. And if it's insulting to me knowing just a little bit about John Rambo, then imagine the people that are diehard fans if they thought about it. Or maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but it did bother me. Uh, there's uh, uh What is it also? The the scene where his... um you know where Gabriella died it in the truck when he when he after he rescues her and they're driving back cuz she's been they keep shooting her up constantly with heroin it it felt even though it did have an emotional heft to it it felt like a waste of time because it was a missed opportunity with her character her dying like like just past halfway through the film and then that's the mo- that's the motivator for him to go on this fucking rampage and it it just seemed like this film is full of missed opportunities with these characters. There could have been so much more done with them, so much more to say, and and the way it ends up, it ends up with him just taking out a bunch of fucking people, which is fine for an action movie, but it's not enough. It doesn't, I, I didn't feel emotionally connected to anything by the time the film ended. So pretty much when Gabriella died, my concern for these characters died. That was it. I didn't care anymore. So, you know, when Rambo goes on this rampage and he's, you know, he's cutting people's heads off and all this other shit. And then you got you got this 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 glorified cartel pimp who all of a sudden is fully tactically trained, you know, taking his his henchmen through these tunnels and shit. Um, that felt like just bad riding right there. And then and I, I look, I know that there was a bunch of cars that showed up, they were full of henchmen, but it's still seemed like that, that like someone had hit like a, a a machine that would just kept like letting out another you know a dispenser like another henchman oh we need another couple of henchmen for this tunnel another couple of henchmen for this tunnel and it just i mean uh, I, I, that's a minor grab I, you know minor you know stab at the at the movie because it you know I mean, it's still action, and you you got what you want when it comes to the Rambo action. But otherwise, and I like the end credits montage where it goes through all the films in slow motion and stuff. It looked really cool, but it didn't feel like it was enough of a good send off. Like you know, it was like okay, sure, cool end montage, but what about the rest of the film? You needed more. So, yeah. I recommend this movie for people that like action, people that that can watch an, a, a bloody, gory action movie and not have to think of all the the the, the political uh, you know connections to it, or what, or I'm sorry, the perceived um, political connections to it, when they're probably not as connected to it as 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 you know the media makes it out to be. So a lot of critics are hating on this film. Just because they think that it's like pro-Trump or something, and it's anti-Mexican, and it's supposed to make and these you know they say that it makes a lot of Mexican people look like they're all cartel and bad and all this shit, and it's like I, I didn't see it that way. I don't think of of Mexicans in, inherently as rapists and 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 evil people. It's so you know that I don't know what they saw in this film because I didn't see that. All right. The film had a focus, and that focus was on these characters, okay?
1: Sean Hood was hired to write a new script for Rambo called Rambo Last Stand, which he described as more in line with the small-town thriller of First Blood. Yeah. And set on the border between uh, um, Arizona and Mexico. (laughs) Many saw the climax of Last Blood as similar to that of Home Alone, which you called (laughs) while we were sitting in the theater. Yep. Uh, I generally don't get involved with these r- reviews, but um, I agree mostly with everything that uh, Joe said. I wanted to add a couple of things, which is I always thought it would be better if they went back to First Blood yeah. and had done a story similar to that. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean that he got on bad terms with a sheriff or anything else, but he could have gotten on bad terms with. One of the local bad guys, you know, mafia, Irish mob, yeah. whatever. It doesn't matter. I'm not pointing out those because they're, you know, yeah. bad guys. What I'm saying is is that, you know, the cartel, fine. That, that happened. Whatever. Now, I mean, it doesn't happen, but that could happen, mm-hmm. right? Um, this is what is written here on the Wikipedia. The depiction of a crime-infested Mexico and the stereotypical portrayal of most Hispanics and Latinos as criminals... Prompted critics to accuse the film of racism, xenophobia, and pandering to supporters of the Trump presidency. Peter Bradshaw of The Guardian called Last Blood a massively enlarged prostate of a film that can only make you wince with its badly acted Geronto ultra violence. Ugh, let's use more 10 cent words. <laughs> its Trumpian fantasies of Mexican rapists and hilariously insecure U.S. border and its crass enthusiasm for rape-revenge attacks, giving it one out of five stars. Uh, Seibold wrote, or Seibold, however you say his name, I understand that Rambo films have rarely been bastions of cultural togetherness, but in 2019, these broad stereotypes are offensive and dated and downright irresponsible. In 2019's hypersensitive cultural environment, the depiction of murderous Mexican crime bosses and their cowering sex slaves and counting a literal white savior doesn't go down easy. Apparently, these people have never been to fucking Mexico. Yeah, apparently. There's bad shit going on in Mexico right now. Really, really bad shit. Yeah. And a lot of it has to do with gas. Well, I dare you to go to fucking Mazatlan. I fucking dare you. Uh Uh-huh. And, and run your mouth like that because they patrol the streets with the federales and the federales have gigantic APCs with machine guns mounted on the top and they are strategically placed all throughout the city. And it's not just Mazatlan, it's, it's Mazatlan and Sonora and all these other places. Yeah. Now, Sonora is in the heart of the Sinaloa, the Sinaloa cartel. Yeah. They don't fuck with tourism because that's bread and butter. Yeah. That's their money. This is irresponsible reporting. Mm -hmm. For them to say shit like this is just stupid because it makes no sense. Xenophobia and pandering to supporters of the Trump presidency, it isn't. Yeah. Because people get stolen every day.
0: Oh, yeah. And then also, oh, it's about a white guy going into Mexico killing a bunch of Mexicans.
1: Yeah, and it's not. Because he didn't yeah. go into Mexico and kill a bunch of Mexicans. He went into Mexico and fucking took down a cartel. Yeah. He didn't even kill the fucking piece of shit father that she went to go visit. Right. Okay? So he's not just randomly killing Mexicans. So fuck these critics. They are so out of touch with reality, it's sickening.
0: Oh, I like, I like I'm constantly seeing the word toxic masculinity being in like half of the articles now. And it, it's getting, I mean, it, it hasn't even, I've been hearing that term for very long, but I'm already, it's already worn out its, uh, its welcome a long time ago
1: already. Right. And uh, let's see, addressing the complaints about the stereotypical villains, Bowles wrote the villains may be built from the stereotypical strain of pure evil from years past, but the reprehensibility is what makes the explosive payback work. And the violence, despite some especially grim moments, never quite strays into the extreme stomach churning highs <laughs> from part. And, and and that's fine and that's exactly what it is yeah. He's, the writer wrote a story that look I don't agree with because and, and it's not because of the Mexican thing or anything else like that I don't agree with on the level uh, of this could have been a better story but they went with the most common denominator mm. and the better story could have been that he John Rambo could have been uh, mistakenly identified for a murderer or a rapist or whatever. Yeah. And he was, they they go right back to first blood. Mm -hmm. He went to go visit a friend who was dying. Yeah. And maybe his friend who was dying has a friend that looks like John. Yeah. Or when John was younger. So John gets mistakenly identified as a human trafficker or whatever and this and that and the other thing. Right. So. And the human and that guy lives in the town. So John not only can take him out, but he also has to avoid authorities and the law, and he has to go through this entire fucking thing again, which brings everything home. Yeah. First and foremost. Secondly, it brings back the PTSD, which is what they were doing in this movie. Yeah. And I thought that was great. But the failure of this movie is there are no consequences. Yeah. For anybody, the girl dies. Why? Yeah, and then no, no. I mean, it's only been four fucking days. Yeah,
0: and then the friends that like. There's no. I, I look. I know that the movie focuses on just the events at hand, but there's no like scenes of friends calling like, "Where's our friend at?" You know, like there's no one showing up at the ranch saying, "You know, where is uh, Gabriella?" You know, right? None of that shit. It just the movie felt very. Also, the movie's very short. It's only an hour and a half, and it felt like it just. It, it skipped over a lot of things. It, it,
1: but the 100-minute version doesn't do much more. The 100-minute version opens up with Rambo rescuing flood victims. Yeah. So it, 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 there is no story here. It's just, I mean, the story is John get John's niece, Yeah. in quotes, gets abducted, human sex trafficking. Four days later, she dies. He gets beaten up. Yeah. And then he takes his revenge off. And I mean, he—I I liked his revenge tactics. He would just beat the shit out of people with a fucking hammer. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah, he had zero tolerance, dude. It was, it was and
1: brutal. and and everything else that's associated with this movie is subpar. Yeah, the the uh, the CGI is bad. Yeah, it, it reminded me of the first Expendables film. It wasn't even that. I mean, it reminded me of um, of bad. Computer <laughs> games back in the uh, '90s, yeah, like when they would have fog effects or something would blow up, and then you would have this, this. They would have the dust instead of the dust just moving up; it would just sit there. Yeah, you know, like like if you watch like the first uh, Warcraft cinematic, or the or the first World of Warcraft cinematics, anything that is like from 1995 mm-hmm. up through probably 2005, 2006, and probably even later, but I'm just going with those years, yeah. and like that 10-year s- span. And my, my biggest problem with that was like when they would do hands, they would make the fingers really thin yeah. and they would just look awful. And, and, and then, of course, dust and all this other stuff. I mean, that, all that stuff comes with time. Yeah. But we're in 2019. And when you're using computer-age graphics based off of 2000... Year two thousand models, yeah, or nineteen ninety (laughs) five modeling. You're not trying hard enough, yeah. You know this movie only was only like a fifty million dollar film. We only, 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 (laughs) only, and uh, probably went to uh, half of that was probably to uh, Stallone's health insurance. No doubt. (laughs) Um, No, he's vested. He doesn't (laughs) his health insurance isn't gone. But yeah, it's uh, everybody else's insurance. Yeah. Um, When he collapsed the tunnels, yeah. You, know, you see the zigzag in the farm, and you know, even background images, there are certain background images that look awful. You know what? I, I I didn't know. I mean,
0: I did notice some bad CG here and there, but I didn't notice when like when the tunnels were collapsing, I thought it looked pretty fucking cool. I didn't notice bad CG. Yeah, it was awful. I, I, I'm usually looking for that stuff, so I, I'll take
1: your word for it. I just, no, I, I mean, didn't you it. saw them collapse, but they only collapsed so far. Uh huh. And then it it looked like I said, it looked like it was from a fucking computer video game Mm -hmm. that just didn't, you know, they they didn't put the effort in. Yeah. There's, there's just, uh, there's like a whole bunch of problems with this movie in and of itself. The the story is the problem.
0: Yeah. The Paz Vega character felt like a a last second shoe in. Like, like it was just like she was there just so there was someone that. Um, Stallone's character could relate to, and then also f- that she was there just to be able to save him after he got his ass beat, which, why is it she was able to fucking run in there and grab him when there's all these fucking bad guys in- at every entrance with cell phones reporting everything that goes on
1: there? Because they left and went back to the house. It That was clearly established. It, it just... And she had been following him. They're not gonna. They they were gonna leave him there. They the guy said, you know, leave him there. Yeah. This is your this is your mess. You have to clean it up. Blah blah blah. But regardless of that, look like in in first blood, the sheriff didn't die. Denahi's character didn't die. I thought he did die. No, end. he got shot, but he okay. didn't die. Um, the guy that did die was a guy that was in a helicopter that fell out of the helicopter when he had unlatched his harness. It was like an
0: accident. You know, it wasn't intentional kill. No,
1: well, intentional or not. Rambo throws a fucking rock at the helicopter and breaks the windshield. Yeah. So, yeah, so it was just a a series of... Yeah, unfortunate events. Yeah, I mean,
0: it's still Stallone's fault for throwing the rock, but I, I mean, he's not like in, in First Blood. He's not trying to kill him. He's just trying to teach him don't fuck with me.
1: Yeah, and then he disables everybody in a non in a non lethal way. Yeah, he he pretty much Terminator twos it. And then, well, you know, without bullets. Yeah. yeah, but essentially, yeah, with everything that happened in Rambo, that and that's what should have happened in this fucking movie. Yeah. There should have been a misunderstanding. Yeah. He has to go on the run again. He's hunted down and he disables everybody. And then in the end, he's, you know, he could have been disavowed, whatever. But you have someone like Samuel Troutman, you know, Krenna's character. Yeah. You have someone like Samuel Troutman come in and try to get a handle of the situation. Yeah. Because he's already got a handler from the last movie. You know what missed opportunity they had here? The PTSD thing. The entire fucking
0: movie? <laughs> yeah. But, like, why didn't why didn't it have, like, where he's, like, uh, doing, like, PTSD counseling for other people that are going through this shit? And then what if it had a storyline that went where a guy that he was trying to help that's, you know, from the Iraq War or whatever... And something happens with him, and he gets tied up in with that, you know. You could do that, yeah. And then it shows that the it shows character development, right? Where, you know, that you know character prog- progression for John Rambo, where it shows that he's trying to get help for his PTSD by helping other people with PTSD, something like that. And they it wasted opportunity.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, anyways, that's I, I, and we don't rate these movies anymore. Uh, no. Do you recommend this movie?
0: I recommend it um, if you if you like action and you like John if you like Rambo,
1: then you will get some Rambo action. So is it memorable? No, no, it's not. Pop culture impact? No. no, I mean it's just tied to the Rambo series, which already has pop culture impact. But yeah,
0: no, it's, yeah, it's not. It's not
1: repeatable viewings. No, would you buy this on DVD? Nope. Would you see it again? Um, nope. <laughs> and you say it's recommended matinee. See, uh, wait for it on video. Save your money for something better.
0: Um, ooh, I'm I'm bouncing between matinee and just waiting for
1: streaming. Yeah, just that's how I feel. Just wait until it's available on your local yeah. cable provider or streaming service, <laughs> and there you go. <laughs> all right, and that's all I got with the movie. <laughs> that's all I got.
0: All right. Yep, that's it. So. See it if you want or don't. I don't give a shit. It's Rambo.